following is a message from Living Waters Church in Elk River, Minnesota. For more information, visit livingwatersmn.org. I'd like you to turn in your Bibles to Galatians chapter 5, beginning at verse 22. I want to continue in our, therm, our sermon series for, that we've been on for the month of January, which is, and the, with actually a question, what time is it? And I want to help answer that today in a family Sunday sort of way. Um, I believe that what time is it? It is time to walk in the Spirit. I'm not implying that we haven't been. I'm just implying that probably more than any other time, we need to be a people who walk in the Spirit. And I want to do that in the context of what the Apostle Paul wrote in Galatians chapter 5, because basically he says this, and we're going to read it, but I'll tell you what we're going to read before we even get to it. He's basically going to say, if you walk in the Spirit, you will put on display the fruit of the Spirit. And you and I need to be a people who are walking in the fruit of the Spirit. People need to see the fruitfulness of God and the character of God spilling out through you and through me. As you know, we pray here every uh, Thursday uh, morning. It's an open meeting. You're welcome to come. We uh, gather at 9.30 and soak a little bit and then begin prayer at 10 and we're done by 11. Uh, and we pray for Living Waters Church. We pray for the church of the city, but primarily the focus is Living Waters. And one of the things that the Lord constantly keeps bringing up that we steward in prayer is that we as a body would not be divided. Because how many of you have noticed there's a lot of divisiveness going around? Depending on how you voted, depending on the medical decisions you make, depending on other things. And we cannot let that creep into the body of Christ. And the way that we do that is by walking in the Spirit. One of the things that this church for years has... Uh, Valued. It's one of our core values, is the culture of honor. That means I honor your individuality, and by the grace of God, you honor mine. It has always amazed me that we could possibly believe that the God who created man with a free will would put into place a kingdom structure that takes that away. He doesn't. I've always been concerned when I see leaders who are controlling because that's not the nature of God. As many of you know, Kathy is our administrator and so she gets all kinds of calls and she was sharing at staff on Thursday that she had gotten a call from someone who was grilling her. It was a guy who she didn't know, not, no one you know no one she knew, grilling her on what we were telling people about what to do as far as masks and vaccinations. 
He was looking for a church that would dictate to people what they should do. And she carefully and very di diplomatically helped him understand that this would not be the church for her, him. Because we don't dictate, we don't control, we give liberty to do what you feel you should do in those cases and many in, in many cases. Why do we do that? Because we believe God is, that's the nature of God. Under that umbrella, I want to read the scripture. The Apostle Paul is writing here about walking in the Spirit, and, and he lists up above, I'm not going to read it, but he lists the fruit of walking in the flesh. But then he says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. It says in other places, don't devour one another. And I want to suggest that we want to be a body of people who give each other liberty so that we don't devour one another. We don't envy one another. We don't provoke one another. We don't call into question what one another is or isn't doing, recognizing that we all hear from God. Do you realize that if I went out in the parking lot right now, there would be cars of, I don't even, I couldn't even venture a guess, of how many different makes and models of car there would be out there. Why don't we all drive the same vehicle? Surely there must be a car that is the best car. And if we would just listen to God, all of us would just listen to God, we would know which is the most perfect vehicle that man has been able to create. And we'd all drive it. <laughs> I've got an F-250. I've raised you by a hundred. <laughs> and I wish I had a 350 <laughs> when I'm pulling my RV. <laughs> Why is that? The reason is really simple. We all were different. Some of you drive a minivan because you have a need for a minivan. I personally like minivans, and I know they're not as macho as a F-150, <laughs> but I like minivans. I like the convenience of them. I like sliding doors, but I don't have one anymore because I don't really need one. I need a different type of vehicle. And so it is in so many things in life. We don't do everything the same because we're unique. Our families are unique. Our situation is unique. Our health history is unique. Our, our uh, values, I mean, what we really value can be unique. And we need to not provoke one another, as our text said, or be envious of one another, or devour one another. We need to walk in the Spirit. 
We need to walk in the fruit of the Spirit so that we give each other liberty. Amen? Oh, no. No, you can have an F-150. Not everybody. Not everybody. No. I would be concerned if I came to church next week and the parking lot's full of F-150s. It's like, oh, golly. They did not get it. <laughs> okay, so that's the adult version. That's the adult part of the service. The, the, that is what time it is. It is time to walk in the Spirit so that we display the fruit of the Spirit. With that being said, I want to invite all the kids up that would like to come up and just sit right up here. Parents, if you're comfortable letting them come up, let them come up. If you, if you want to come with them, you can come with them. But all the kids, youth if you want to, you can sit right up here, please. Josiah remembers these messages. Come on up. How are ya? Okay, you can sit right here. Okay, you can sit down, please. We're talking. Hi, how are you? Good to see you. Hello, hello, how are you? Good. Okay, can we give the kids a hand? These are awesome kids. Colleen and I get the privilege of teaching this age group once a month when we're here, when we're able to, and uh, we just love it because they're awesome kids and because we know the power of the incorruptible seed. I once, would, they would have never done this in the church I grew up in, but we had Sunday school classes and I never get too worked up when I see uh, certain kids who don't listen real well because I didn't. So I, I, I just can't judge them too harshly. But I know that there was an incorruptible seed put in me that I could not escape when I got older. And I've got confidence in that for these kids. So, here's the thing. So, here we're, we're, we're reading a letter that the Apostle Paul wrote, and he says to them, he says to the people, walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Okay? So, I need uh, three people to volunteer for me. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Okay, perfect. Now, here's, we got to help you got to help me preach, okay? Because we need to get a picture of what the Apostle Paul is saying. Okay, so that way is north. Let's say the way we want to go is north. The way we don't want to go is south. So let's just walk south so we know what it feels like. Okay. <laughs> now, let's make a decision to turn around and walk north, okay? Okay, now we walk north. Now, get this. While we're walking north, we can't be walking south. 
This is what the apostle is saying. If you walk this way, you won't go this way. If you walk this way, you will display the nine fruits of the spirit and you won't display the 17 fruits of the flesh. That's what he's saying. But let's, let's do a little experiment here. Let's all try to walk north and south at the same time. Okay, ready? We're going to go that way and that way. You're not trying very hard. Yeah, that's what happens for a lot of people. But here's the deal. Sometimes the world thinks we look really silly. And it's because we're trying to walk both directions. And we look, we don't do a good job of doing either. In fact, the Bible calls it in James being double-minded. Yeah, it's like you, you can't make up your mind. Now, here's what sometimes happens. We purpose to go this way. Let's walk this way. But then we start to turn a little bit. We turn a little bit. Oh, I'm going south again. Oh, no. Turn a little bit. Okay. And by the way, this is more true to the Christian walk than we'd like to admit. I, I read a quote this morning on Facebook, and if it was on Facebook, it's got to be true. <laughs> said this, church, where Jesus is the focus, the Bible is the basis, and the people are in process. How many of you know we are in process, even to this thing of walking in the Spirit? And we do walk, let's walk, but there's times when we just get turned around a little bit or we get our focus off and we're ending up the way we didn't want to go. Where are you going? Wait. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, you kids can sit down. Thank you. Let's give them a hand. So this is what the Apostle Paul is saying. If you walk in the spirit, you won't fulfill the lusts of the flesh. You, you can stay up here if you want to, or you can go sit with mom and dad, whatever you would like, or whatever dad would like. Okay. So here's the deal. So he said, if you walk in the spirit, then you'll display fruit. Now, I want us to understand something. I want to show you something. At where I live, there's a really cool apple tree. Renee knows this. They've taken tons. There's an apple tree in the, by the parking lot, and it produces, they're not just crab apples, they're nice apples. It's in, last couple years, it's been in kind of the dormant season, so it hasn't produced as much. But anyway, I thought, what? I'll cut off a branch and bring it in where it's warm. So how long do you think it'll be before this starts producing apples? It what? No, no, you get apples from apple branches, right? Yeah. Yeah, you do. That they're growing on the branches, right? So so again, so how long will it take to get apples? You won't get apples. 
This is an apple branch. Come on, you silly. What? You mean the apple doesn't come from the branch? See, this is what Jesus, good. I like you. I always have. In fact, I had to ask who you were because I couldn't figure out who you belonged to. <laughs> this is what Jesus said when he said, I am the vine and you are the branches. And if you stick with me, you will bear much fruit. So what you're telling me is if the branch is removed from the tree, it can't bear fruit. So then the fruit doesn't come from the branch, it comes from the tree. That's amazing. That is amazing. Now it makes sense because you know what our you know what our scripture says here? It says that if we walk in the spirit, we will display the fruit of the spirit, but the S is capitalized. What would that mean if it's a capital spirit? Capital S. That would mean the Holy Spirit, right? That would mean God. So that would mean it's not my fruit, it's His. And just like the branch, all I am is a branch who gets to display the fruit. Do you know what some adults do? I'm just going to tell you. You know what some of us do? Some of us adults do? We try to produce the fruit ourselves. Can you believe it? In fact, sometimes we feel like the branch or the vine won't even like us until we're a fruitful branch. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine if this branch waited till, well, I really want to be a part of the tree, but I'm going to wait till I have apples so I can show the tree how fruitful I am. Are you kidding me? We can't produce the fruit. Do you know that I, that apple tree that I'm telling you about where we live, I have never, I've been out there in the summer and I've seen the apples growing and growing and I don't hear any sound. I mean, I don't hear the, the apple tree or the branches saying, <clears throat> to try to produce an apple. It just happens. It's nature. Isn't that amazing? And so it is with the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. We don't produce it. The only thing we do is what? Walk in the Spirit. Stay focused on the spirit when we get turned around a little bit and we all do because we're in process we 
refocus on the Spirit. Isn't that cool? I want to talk today, very quickly, about... I saw this cool thing. I want to talk about self-control. Because here's what I believe. Even though it's listed as the last one, it actually, if you are walking in self-control, the other fruits will manifest. Now remember, it's the fruit of the Spirit, capital S. So that doesn't mean my self-nature in control. That means my self-nature under the control of the Spirit, capital S. Okay. So I saw this cool thing on TV or on YouTube where kids were dropping mints, Mentos, into soda bottles. Have you seen that? Is that what happens? It explodes. That kind of stuff just lights me up. And sometimes, so guess what? I got a Sprite bottle here. And guess what I got? I got some Mentos here. Now, these are the ones, right? This is the right kind? This is the ones? Ooh, we're going to have fun. We're getting new carpet anyway. What's the difference? Okay. Now, I already, I had two of these. And I already loaded the mints in here. Okay? And it's... I saw this, oh, I forgot, I need a playing card, and I just happened to have one in my wallet. Because what you do, because they mince all got to go in quick, because I guess it just, I've never done this before. Okay. What? Okay. Okay, we ready? Will you come up here and gently pull that playing card out? What what's gonna happen now? Okay, don't don't pull it too fast because we gotta get it to go into the bottle. Ready? Okay. Well, what did you think was in it? Water, because I knew. But what did? <laughs> but what did you think was in it? I, at first, I thought it was Sprite. Did I say that? Yeah. No, I didn't. I said I have a Sprite bottle here. Yeah. I was very careful what I said. Okay, you can go sit down. I exercised self-control when you all wanted me not to. And sometimes, here's the deal. Sometimes, kids, I'm just going to tell you what goes on in our parents' hearts and minds. It's brutal. Sometimes when the things that we thought were going to happen don't happen, we get disappointed and we lose self-control. Or sometimes when we feel like someone told us something that they didn't actually tell us. I just said it's a Sprite bottle and it is. And there are mints. I didn't tell you I dumped the Sprite out. 
because I have self-control. But sometimes anyway, when we feel like we were told something and it's kind of because we want to hear what we want to hear and then it doesn't turn out, we get disappointed and we lose self-control and then we lose our joy, we lose our love, we lose our kindness and our gentleness. So it's important in how we handle... I better get a cap on that before I knock it over. Now here's the deal. We've got another bottle of Sprite. It's not a Sprite bottle. It's a bottle of Sprite. And we've got... And we've got another container of Mentos. That's the way I bought it at the store. I gave you my word. I give you my word. There's Sprite in this bottle. And we're going to put the mints in them, but we're going to do it after service out on the sidewalk. No. Okay. Did you stand up, please? That was a good... That, what did he just say? What did you say? You're tricking us. See? Now, why would he think that? Why would he think that? Because it was the last time. Yes. But I give you my word. We're going to do it outside. And you guys have to have your mom and dad's permission to come out. We'll do it at, we're going to end in just a few minutes. We'll do it at about 11.10, okay, in about 15 minutes. And we'll do it for real. I've got another delivery system. Well, I made two, but I guess I only need one. Kids, mom and dads, parents, adults, we need to be a people who understand that the fruit doesn't come from us. See, the whole, the, here's what Jesus called the Holy Spirit, the capital S. He called him our helper. And so when we aren't practicing self-control, when we're not practicing joy, when we're not practicing, we don't just grin and, I mean, grit our teeth and just try to make it happen. Here's, here's the best thing you can do when your attitude isn't good. Or you can try this. This is even more specific. Helper! Call for the helper. Call for the one who can help you. That's not going to produce an apple for sure now. Okay, you can go back to your seats. Can we give them a hand? It is a time when we need to be men and women and children who walk in the Spirit. And if we will do that, and Renee preached on it last Sunday, it comes out of a consecration, out of a God focus in many different ways. And the reality is one of the other things that we don't do at this church is prescribe how you should best connect to God. 
Some of you connect best through worship. Some of you connect best through the word. Some of you connect best through sitting in silence. Some of you connect best with walking in creation. Some of you, you know, there's just so many ways. And you know yourself. I've said this before. I'll say it again. I've married, I don't even know how many couples, somewhere between 75 and 80, 85. I don't know. But I've never taught one of them to kiss. Because it has to do with intimacy. And so it is with our relationship with God. No one can teach you how to be intimate with your Jesus. You find you. It, it, that's part of the beauty of, of a relationship is, is growing together and your ability to really connect. And so whether you've been walking with Jesus for years or for a short time. It's important that we recognize that walking in the Spirit is simply moving toward Him, keeping our focus on Him. And if we're going in that direction, it's not possible to go in this direction. And here's what I've found. Some of the stuff from back here falls off as we walk. It just falls off. And there's times when we need deliverance and ministry and so-so. And all that. that's all fine. But the reality is we walk out of the old and into the new. That was me. That was not the sound booth. I touched the mute button. Father, we thank you for your word to us this morning. We ask you to bless every person here whether young or old, help us. We do call out for the helper to help us as a body of believers to walk in the Spirit that we might display the Spirit. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message. To learn more about us, please visit livingwatersmn.org.